0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first official episode. Of the Already Loved Podcast. I'm your host, Carly G. Knipe, and I am so, so grateful that you decided to listen in. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you so much. I am truly overwhelmed with the amount of people that just showed support and just wanted to even listen. Um, thank you so, so much I, I from the bottom of my heart. I am just super duper thankful. It encourages me to hear those hear that there is a, a want for for something like this. Um, it inspires me that you know the body of Christ is alive and that people want to know more about Jesus um, because he's amazing today we're going to be talking about really the foundation of this whole podcast and honestly The foundation of your walk with christ and that is the knowledge that we are already loved by god um i wanted to talk about this because not only is it the title of the podcast um but it is also in a way it's the foundation of christianity in proverbs it says everything that you do flows from the heart and if you know in your heart that you are deeply loved by jesus it will change a lot in your life take it from a girl who knows (laughs) Before we begin, I wanted to start with a song recommendation. If you don't know, there is a ministry in Dallas, Texas called Upper Room. I absolutely love their ministry. I just love what they're doing, the way that they love on Jesus. It is amazing. And I actually visited Dallas over summer with some friends and we got to just experience the the beautiful presence of Jesus in Dallas in the upper room and it was just so amazing and they actually recently released a new album called love note it's not really like that new but it's it's new enough um but it is absolutely amazing and i i love the song called love note It wrecked me just over and over again. Um, Every time I hear it, it's like I'm listening to it for the first time again. And that's how you know it's a really good song. Um, But not only is it just like a good song musically, but it truly just transports you into the presence of God. I highly recommend it. It's sung from the perspective of God to um, anyone. And it's literally amazing. So go ahead and give that a little listen after this, maybe cue it up behind this. (laughs) Before we start, I'm going to go ahead and open us in prayer. Lord Jesus, we just come into your presence right now. Whatever burdens we have right now, Lord, we just want to lay them at your feet. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would enter the room. I pray that you would enter my heart and I would pray that you would just enter the heart of every single person that is listening Lord Jesus, we're creating a space for you right now to just come and move, come and have your way, whatever that looks like. I might not know what that looks like, but Lord, we just want you and that's what we're here for. Jesus, you are so worthy. You're so worthy of everything that you ask for, Lord. And so I just pray that this time blesses you, Lord, that you would just speak through me to anyone who is listening, Lord and that they would be able to just draw near to you in this moment. We love you so much, Jesus, and it's in your precious name we pray. Amen. So I wanted to touch on this concept that you are already loved by Jesus. And honestly, this can seem like a really basic concept, you know, like the most Christian slogan is like, Jesus loves you and everybody knows. But I believe that there's so many more layers, so much more nuance than we think that there is and that you can always go deeper in his love. You can always go further in his love. And that's, it really is a never ending journey of learning who he is and learning his heart for you and that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna we're gonna try to understand it together. Um, I think there's so many days that I still am learning and I'm still understanding, and there's days that I mess up and I look at Jesus and I'm like, how can you love me? You know, like and that's but that's just the gospel, and God speaks to us in a way that we would speak to a child, because as believers we are His beloved children, and I just believe that. I was receiving a new revelation of just how much he loves us. And that's not something to be taken lightly, that the king of the universe, the creator of the heavens and the earth loves me. So what does this mean? If we are already loved, then that means, I broke it down, uh, that God has always loved us, he is currently loving us, and he will never stop loving us. And this covers our past, present, and future. And It's amazing because God's love is endless and it's boundless. There's no time in heaven, so God is not limited by time like we are. So His love exceeds that worldly standard of time. And I just think that is super cool. Um, So the first first part was that God loves you before you knew Him. This took me to Ephesians 1-4, which is really the theme verse of this podcast and the theme verse of my life, let's be real. Um, It says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. This is so encouraging because it means that there is nothing that we did to earn or deserve the love of Jesus. My sister recently had a baby. Um, I say this recently, it feels recently, but he's definitely like seven months old now. So don't, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) Britt. But um, when she was pregnant, I didn't even know the baby, but I literally loved him so much. Like we didn't even know like what he was going to be like, what his eye color was going to be like, his tendencies, but we still loved him so, so much. And how much more does God love you? He knows every single thing about you. He knows every detail, every hair on your head, and he loves you that much more? If me and my worldly, fleshly human self can love a baby that's not even my own son so much, how much more can God love you? And how much more does he love you? That's so, so beautiful to think about. The other concept that I was breaking down with the Lord was that God loves you right now, no matter what. If you're like me and you're a fan of Maverick City music, we love, we stand Maverick City music. Um, I absolutely love the song Gyra and in it the lyrics say I've never been more loved than I am right now and that is just such an accurate portrayal of how much God loves us that we have never been more loved than we are right now and that means that there's nothing that we can do that will make God love us any more or any less because God's love isn't based on our actions it's based on what Jesus did on the cross In Romans 5, 8, it says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is the gospel. If no one has ever explained the gospel to you, God is a perfect being. He is a perfect person and unrighteous people cannot be reconciled to a righteous god without a mediator and in the old testament they had to send priests into the tabernacle every year or every certain amount of time and he had to go into the holy place and sacrifice a lamb i don't know there were so many rituals and i can't even i need to brush up on my old testament but they had to basically sacrifice a perfect lamb in order to cleanse and cover the sins of the people But because of God's love for us, he sent his son Jesus who was sitting on the throne in heaven and he sent Jesus as a man to come as a human being and he was 100% God and 100% man, but he walked this earth and lived a perfect life, but he died the death that we deserved, the death on the cross, a crucifixion, public humiliation, 39 lashes, and he went to hell and defeated death and came back from the grave three days later. And that is the gospel. The best part, I mean, all of it is amazing, but in my eyes, the part that hits me the most is that while I was still sinning, Christ died for me. All have fallen short of the glory of God, all are in need of grace and love, Um, and Jesus became that perfect lamb for us. He became that perfect sacrifice so that we could know the Father, and that is the gospel. And I just wanted to tell you right now that no matter how you are living, no matter what you are doing, God loves you and he will never stop loving you. And that's the third concept that it brought me to, is that God will never stop loving you. In Romans 8 verses 38 through 39, this is one of my favorite verses. It says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing that we do and nothing that anyone does to us will stop God from loving us. Period. This is good, good news. I'm going to be honest. If I, I love my brother, but if he ate the leftovers in our fridge that are clearly labeled with my name, I'll be very angry with him. I will not be exuding love. (laughs) Let's be real. And that may or may not be a true story. (laughs) But all this to say, human love is conditional and it's broken. And it honestly exists only if it's either reciprocated or it's rewarded in one way. But that is not how God works. God loves us no matter what we do, no matter what someone does to us. And that is good, good news. does this do for us? Well, knowing that we are already loved does three things. Number one, it stops us from striving to earn his love. I define striving as a trying in your own human effort. So instead of relying on God's power and strength throughout your day, one of my good friends gave me the example of what life with Jesus is like. And it's like being on a tandem bike with your dad. (laughs) Everyone knows that. The person in the front seat of the tandem bike is honestly doing all the work, (laughs) and when we're living completely surrendered to God, He is in the front seat, and we get to just chill in the back seat and just let Him lead us, and it's a great time, Um, but sometimes when we decide to strive in our own strength, it's like us kicking Him off the front seat, and I'm going to be so honest. I'm speaking from experience. It's miserable. (laughs) You're pedaling so hard and you're going nowhere and you're starting to go uphill and it gets even more difficult. Um, but when we simply receive God's love and we let him sit in the front seat, we no longer strive in our own strength to be something or, or add up to something, but we get to simply be his child. And that is where we are meant to be. And to expand on this further, I think about when I was younger and my dad and I used to ride tandem bikes. I was the youngest in my family, so they all, we would be on vacation and go on a bike ride and my whole family got their own bikes, but I was like so little and I was like, but I want my own bike. And my dad was like, no, you're just going to do the tandem bike with me. (laughs) Thank you, dad, because now I like only want to do the tandem bike with anyone because I don't want to put in the effort, (laughs) but let's be real. um, But... Something that I think about is that even if I was in the front seat, my dad is the only one out of the two of us who knows where we're going. He's the only one who knows the map. And how true is it like that with God? Like when we are riding on our tandem bike with Jesus, he knows the way and he is the way. So why would we try to almost formulate our own path? No wonder we get lost. No wonder we get discouraged because we're striving in our own strength to be something or to do something that he never called us to do. God's word is the truth. And in God's word, just like we read, He has always loved us and He will never stop loving us. If He loved us even before we were born, then that means that there is nothing that we did to earn that love. I think of myself as a baby in um, an orphanage in Ankong, China. I didn't do anything or become anything, but I was so deeply loved by Him. So the second thing that God was bringing me to is that. Knowing that we are already loved by God keeps us from seeking love elsewhere. When I was younger, I was low-key boy crazy. I'm going to be so real. If you knew me in like, I went to like this private Christian school and I was, I think I had a crush like every two weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry if, if we went to that school together. I apologize for my actions. That was before before I was pursuing the Lord all the way. Let's be real. Um, I just realized this is a real transparent podcast. <laughs> you guys are going to know the real me after this. <laughs> Anyway, I realized that I was boy crazy because I, it was coming from a place of insecurity. Um, I didn't know how much God loved me or it didn't seem real to me or, or at least I didn't think it, it was real. But let me tell you that the love of God is the realest thing you will ever experience. Throughout a lot of my life, I heavily relied on what others thought about me to feel fulfilled and to feel loved, but to fully receive God's love and live knowing that you are already loved and chosen by God saves us from a lifetime of heartbreak. When you rely on others for love instead of God, you are placing people on the throne of your heart. In a way, you're making an idol of them and putting them in the place of God in your life. And in a way, you're worshiping them. I also think of it that you're holding them to an expectation that only God can fill. And this doesn't mean that we have to reject human love and be like, God is the only form of love that I'll ever receive. Like, I'm rejecting all human love. Like, that's not the point, but it's just knowing that we are already loved by God saves us from searching for this love, searching for affirmation, searching for confidence and esteem, all of these things that we search for as humans from other humans. It stops us from that striving game because human opinions always change, but God's truth is the only thing that doesn't change. And when we know that we are already loved by Christ, we don't have to convince another person that we're worthy of it because Christ's blood has already said that we are worthy of it. I'm going to be so honest with you guys. This is something that I recently struggled with and something that the Lord has actually been speaking into my life. Um, I didn't trust that God's love was enough for me. And I remember uh, something that my mentor said a while ago back was, the area that you are most afraid in is the area that you don't trust God with enough and it's another area that you need to surrender to him. And honestly, for me it was knowing that I was loved. I I really needed that that affirmation from people. You know, I was searching for it from people, from opinions of others, from my family, from my friends, from just anything and anything and anywhere that we can get that. We'll search for it, but let me just tell you, no man no person's love will ever fill the place in your heart that only jesus can fill the best way that i can put this is that there is a huge god-sized hole in everyone's hearts and people go their entire lives trying to fill it whether it's money adoration popularity great good grades power you name it but honestly only the love of christ can fill that space in your heart I have endured too many unhealthy relationships and clinged so tightly to too many people's opinions to let you do the same. When we put others on the throne of our hearts instead of Jesus, we are accepting a counterfeit love instead of the real thing. And no wonder we leave empty handed. Guys, take it from me. I know. Trust me when I say Jesus loves you more than you love yourself. He loves you more than your boyfriend or girlfriend loves you, more than your parents love you, more than your friends love you. If you don't believe me, I feel like God wants to show you this for yourself. So throughout this week, just ask God to show you how much he loves you. And I know, and I'm trusting and believing that you will find little love notes everywhere you go. Put Jesus back on the throne of your heart. Let him be the first place in your life trust me, you will never regret it. It is never too late to run back to Jesus. He is running towards you with open arms and he is not going to stop running towards you. He loves you so, so much. The last thing that knowing that we are loved by God does for us is it spurs us to love one another. In 1 John four nineteen, it says, we love because he first loved us. Something that God has been giving me revelation of is that he gives us the ability to love he created us and he totally did not have to but he lets us love each other we were made for a relationship with him but we were also made for relationships with each other and that is such a beautiful thing what a blessing it is that he gives us depth and detail and complexity to form relationships with people he did not have to do this when he created us, but he wanted to give us the ability to connect with each other. He created us in his image, and in that, he created us with the ability to form deep relationships and connections with others the way that he does with us. Oftentimes, I'll actually find myself that just serving or loving someone or loving a friend or a co-worker or whoever it is reveals more of God's heart to me. A lot of couples with kids tell me that they learned so much about how God loves us just by being a parent and raising a child. And what a blessing it is that God gives us and gives our brains the ability to comprehend and understand even a glimpse of that love. As I close, I want to just leave us with something to remember there is no one like the Lord. His ways are so much higher than our ways, and thank God that they are because He is not conditional like us. My mentor always says, He's so otherworldly, and it is so true. He is so out of this world. He is so much higher than us and so much better than anyone that I know. He is so much more loving. I've learned that in every area that man fails, God never does. He is always forgiving, ever patient, endlessly kind, and so, so gentle. And his heart is so tender for you. I just want to say that the view you might have of God might not be who he really is, but this is who I know him to be and who he says he is in his word, and I trust what he says. God is love. He is the very concept of it. In 1 John 4 16, it says, God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. And if this is the case, then that means that he can never stop loving you because that's just who he is. And this is good, good news. No matter what, he will never stop loving you. He is not capable of not loving you because he is the concept of love. And so if you've received forms of broken love or maybe you just have had bad experiences with love, let me just tell you that God's love is not prone to failure like human love is because he is the epitome of perfect love. So for lack of better words, give it a try. Give him a try. Just open your heart to him because you will never, ever regret that. I never regretted it. If you think you're missing out by following Jesus, you are missing out, but you're missing out on a lifetime of hurt, of pain, of brokenness, of no hope, of fear, anxiety, and all of these things that we think will we think that things of this world will lead to fulfillment, peace, whatever it is, but Jesus is the only thing that can lead to peace. He is our living hope, and I've tasted and I've seen. I've lived in this world long enough to know that what this world has to offer me is not lasting and it is not going to give me the pleasure and the love and the fulfillment and overall just the joy of just knowing Jesus. That Is not comparable at all to anything that the world has to offer me. And when you lay down your flesh and you just surrender to the Lord, even though you are crucifying your flesh, you will gain so, so much more spiritually, emotionally, relationally. You will always gain more with Christ because in the Word it says to die is to gain because you get to be like christ and you get to share in his suffering but you also get to share in his glory and his blessings so when you surrender your life to christ yes you are laying down your flesh but you get to gain his spirit and that is so so much better than anything on this world let me just tell you it is true i've tasted and i have seen i've never mourned or been sad after surrendering to Jesus. Maybe I mourned in my flesh because I knew that I was maybe letting go of something that I was overly attached to, or maybe I mourned because I was moving out of a season that I, you know, maybe really liked, or maybe I just mourned because change is hard, but I have never left a moment with Jesus regretting that I had or regretting that I went there. He will never leave you empty-handed. He will always give you something and if he hasn't shown you that love yet, just wait a little bit longer and I promise he will because he has for me every single time. I just want to say right now that when I was 14, my parents got into divorce and it was the hardest time. Honestly, it was a very, very difficult time for me because they had been married for over 25 years. I, I had no concept or idea that this would ever happen. This did not seem like something that would happen to me and I was devastated, but Jesus's love came in like a flood and I knew him as a father. I knew him as a friend. I knew him in a way that I didn't know before. So if you're going through heartbreak right now or you're just going through a hard time or you're just really honestly just not liking the season you're in, let that be a moment for you to lean on God in a way you didn't know him before. I wouldn't know God as a father if I wasn't adopted. I wouldn't know God as a friend if I didn't have seasons of loneliness. I wouldn't know Jesus as my lover if I didn't know, if I wasn't single ever. You know, like there's... There is purpose behind every single season and Jesus will show you that he is everything so he can be anything to you and this is the good news of the gospel and that is why you will never lose. You will never ever lose or miss out when you choose to follow Jesus and if you've never heard this message of Jesus before or if even if you have but it's just become redundant or just no longer a passion of yours, I just want to invite you to let Jesus into your heart today right now, if you just want to close your eyes, except if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> but, you know, if you're just sitting down and just chilling, I just want to invite you to close your eyes and just, right now, I'm just going to pray over you and the Lord will do some work. And even if you, you know, are a believer and you have been a believer for a long time, or, you know, even if you you have and you stopped or you're just trying to get back into faith or you're just feeling discouraged, this can be for you too. So, I am also going to close my eyes, if that helps you at all. So, and we close our eyes not because of uh, tradition or because it's just something that everyone does when they pray, but this is just the first thing that we can do to just separate ourselves from the world and just kind of enter into the presence of God. Not that you can't enter into the presence of God with your eyes open, but it just helps helps minimize the distractions. Um, but I'm just gonna pray for you really quickly. Lord Jesus, we love you so much. And I just thank you so much for the gift of your love. I thank you for the revelation we've received in this podcast. I just thank you for the time that we have right now and that we live in a free country where we can speak about this thing, these things. And Holy Spirit, I just pray for the person right now who feels that feeling in their stomach or maybe their heart is beating a little bit faster or, you know, they just feel your presence, Lord. And I just pray that you would give them comfort, that you would give them rest right now, Lord, that you would just, anytime that they've had anxiety, that they would have peace where there is depression, Lord, there would be joy. Where there is anger, that there would be love. Lord, and all these things that you would just pour out your goodness on them. And I just pray right now that if something is going on in their hearts or stirring in their hearts, Lord, that they would respond to this. That they wouldn't just let it be and that you would continue tugging on their hearts. And if you're that person that just feels that pull in your heart, I just want to pray for you right now. Pray this in your heart as I just pray it over you. Lord Jesus, I love you so, so much. And I just thank you for the gift of your grace. I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I believe right now that what you did on the cross was sufficient for me, that your blood covers me and it washes me clean. And I am accepting you into my heart because you are worthy of that, Lord. I have run from you for too long. So I just pray right now that you would receive me, that you would forgive me. I admit that I'm a sinner, Lord. I thank you for your grace and that it covers every single one of my sins. And I thank you that we get to have access to the Father because of what you did, Lord. And I just pray that you would reveal more of yourself to me. I pray that you would reveal more of yourself to everyone in my life through me, Lord. You are such a good Father, and I just thank you. And we seal everything that happened, every word that was spoken in your beautiful, holy, precious name. Amen. Wow, I am so blown away by how the Lord showed up just now. If you made that decision to follow Jesus today, congrats. Welcome to the family. I'm so, so glad you did. If you did, tell someone about it. DM me on Instagram, tell a family member, tell a friend, tell someone about it because you are now a witness for the testimony of what Jesus did in your heart. And that is such a beautiful thing. That is not something to be taken lightly read the Bible, get plugged into a church, get plugged into a community of believers. Man, he is so, so good. Amen? Like, come on, guys. Oh, man, I am blessed by this. I need to listen back to this when I feel discouraged, guys. Man, Um, thank you so much for listening. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Um, If you have a friend who maybe you know that you've been talking about Jesus and they haven't, you know, like responded well, or maybe you're just a little bit scared to tell them about it. Send them this podcast, and I'll do the work for you. The Holy Spirit will do the work. I'll do the I'll do the hard the hard talking part. Holy Spirit will do the the moving in their hearts part. I really, really just want to thank you for um, listening in, and um, you know, if you really liked this, share it on your social media. Share it in whatever the kids are doing nowadays: TikTok, Facebook. I don't know. I only have like Instagram pretty much. Um, but I love you so much. Jesus loves you, as we learned today. Um, thanks so much for listening in. Have a great day. Peace out.